start recording, and we're in. We're in. You feel it? I feel it. Do you feel it, Jimmy? And if you're watching us, if you're watching us, uh, you're with us on live on uh, Facebook. Thank you for hanging out with us. Uh, we now have at least two angles. We'll have another angle, one uh, close up on Jimmy. What's that Jimmy's very shy. Like? What's that other angle like? Uh, the other one's just me, Ooh. and it's over your shoulder. And it's when I, yeah, when I'm. When I'm lecturing, I can do that. Mm, you like that shoulder? Yeah. You like that mm. shoulder? Okay, okay. All right. Welcome to Post Roll Podcast. What's up, guys? Good uh, to see everybody. Jimmy and Colin, and we are talking about Grappler Deep Dives. Deep I know dives. That, yeah, a lot of you guys do what we do. You got is, hopefully you grapple. And then you deep dive. No, you go on. <laughs> uh, this has always been a thing with like YouTube and uh, and all that. But anyway, before we get into it, thank you to our sponsors, GJJ SAV, uh, Gracie Jiu-Jitsu Savannah, the best place in the world to train the best martial art in the world with the best dude and dudes in the world. And uh, we just lost all our viewers. I don't know how, but uh, <laughs> it's okay. Hey. They're like, this is boring. <laughs> We're just saying hello. We just got here. Come on. Give us a second. We it's just got here. It's all good. We ain't worried about nobody, right? Yeah. yeah we but worry. hang with us. Um, hang out. And thank you for uh, thank you to uh, Jimmy and oh, um, to Pedro and to Yerba Mate. So I went to Mate Factor. And oh, got recently? This. Did you oh, t- nice. are you tasting this? It's like chicory. I, I haven't tasted this yet. Taste this. Okay, we're gonna taste it. Mm. Mm. Okay. What do you think of that? Mm, That's got good. chicory. This is a dark roast mate from Yerba, uh, from Mate Factor. Okay. And um, they sell it there in uh, here in Savannah, and I guess everywhere. I don't know where that cult is, or that where that Wait, store where, is. Where that cult? Me. Sorry, what I said cult. <laughs> anyway, I don't know where that store is, but uh, was there an old lady at the counter? Like a, like an there older was a, lady? No, a whole like bunch a, of young people. Okay, okay. Yeah, there's usually an older lady there. Her name is Azra. 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 Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. She seems like the main the main leader of the yeah of the place. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> all right. She's nice. So, She's nice. So thank you to all our non sponsors and all our sub sponsors. And if you're joining us, join us and hang out with us. We're going to talk about uh, let's talk about grappler deep dabs. First, let's talk about we're going to talk about grappling. We're going to talk about martial arts. Oh man, yeah. <laughs> what? Yeah, here it is. Ready? That's oh, it's time to talk about jujitsu. Jujitsu. <laughs> Those are the sounds I make usually when I'm grappling. So <laughs> <laughs> I like to uh, go on grappler deep dives. That's what I was getting at. Um, mm. Meaning that, like, uh, I'll go on YouTube, and I think we all do this. And some some of us take it to heart too much, and then we bring it to class, and we're like, Ugh, oh, yeah, I, I, I saw this, this on YouTube, on YouTube yeah. and uh, I was watching Danaher's DVD, and okay, yeah. Right. And there's like a big Quiet. kind of stigma about that, and I get it, but um, but it's helpful too. Like I watch, you know, what's helpful for me is uh, watching mm-hmm. Tonin or um, some of these guys that are looser, like um, yeah. uh, what's his name, um, the, uh, the little dude that does the donkey. Oh, uh, um. <laughs> <laughs> the little donkey dude, you know, from Matos. Yeah, I don't know why I can't remember his name. Jeff Glover. Jeff Glover, yeah, 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 yeah Jeff yeah, Glover. Yeah. He watch him, man, and you're like, oh, okay, so my game's not loose enough yeah, <laughs> at all. Yeah, you know, and and then you start moving your hips more. But it all comes down to one thing. Mm. I watch it for general movement. Yeah, in, same. In, in, inspiration. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because if you look at it for technique, talk to your coach. Yeah, for sure. Talk to your because you might not know what's going professor. on. You're like, what's going on here exactly? But if you can see like how calm they are. And like just where they, something I watch mostly when I'm watching people grapple is their frames. 
Like, where are they putting their hands up? Mm. Why? And, and what's the sequence sure. in which they do that? I'm like, oh. Yeah, you watch, you watch Tonin. Man, I mean, that dude. I watched one where he fought Meow. I don't know if you guys have seen that, uh, but it is remarkable where he's grappling with uh, one of the Meows. Jiao ja, ja, Meow, ja, I think. Jiao Meow. Is that his name? Chow. Jiao ja, Meow. He's yeah. one of the Meows. Meow. <laughs> 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 Those guys always look so high. They're like, <laughs> They look like they, they could care less about uh, grappling. Uh, they kind of just... Compete today. It's like, I guess I'll do it. You know, they, they, all, they both they both look like they just hit each other in both eyes, and then they're gonna train now. <laughs> they both do like, yeah, like, go uh, fight, uh, fight without your eyesight. I'm gonna hustle. They're from Brazil, and they have this funny way of being, but um, but they're interesting, and their style is interesting because it, it's that inversion kind of. They're super um, flexible, so amazingly yeah. flexible. You know, yeah, they're yeah, amazingly flexible. Yeah, and um, I gotta cut that off. What? No, that's me actually. Oh, that's my, oh. Yeah, my wife's oh. dogs are barking. Infraction. Um, but anyway, uh, so so the uh, so the, the thing I watched recently was uh, Tonin trying to do the his insti- uh, trying to instigate his leg game or Im- you know impress his leg game on yeah. Meow. Yeah, this is like from a long time ago, and mm-hmm. it's and um, you can tell by the way they're talking about him. You know, they're like, uh, you know, he, he's probably going to go for legs here. <laughs> well. Coming from that Danaher death squad. That they're with the Cummings of the Danaher crew. They're probably going to go for legs. Look at him go for legs. Watch for, the, watch for his leg game. <laughs> it's like, no shit. Yeah, we're like years into it. And, and then when you say tone and people think legs, so whatever. But it's funny because he's like the lion killer. That's his name. Yeah. Like, yeah, it's yeah, yeah, rear he, naked. He, he does rear naked chokes and guillotines. Damn and good guillotines. Just chokes. He caught two guillotines. Teens. Um, I mean, just it was amazing. But the main thing was, it was it was astounding to watch little Meow get in there. He get it. He'd uh, he'd get his leg attacked, and then um, uh, you know because he'd uh, he'd go for a leg attack. Gary, Gary go for a leg attack, yeah. and then next thing you know, Meow's already working toward the back, and he's getting <laughs> ha, 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 wiggling and wiggling and wiggling. And you're like, oh, he's going for his back, and then Tony put his back on the mat, and then go to the side a little, and all he could get was hips. That there was were, unbelievable. There are times where I'm like, yo, his foot should have broken. Or his knee should have popped. Or, like, I'm sure yeah. Meow popped a lot of things during that fight. Like they, people you watched tend, that one, yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. People tend to pop stuff, you know, and, and, and they let it go. And they yeah. just keep fighting off adrenaline. But for sure. For sure. That happens a lot. Happens a lot. Um, that, that happened in the finals of something I was watching. I think it was that one where, um, where oh, oh no, it was Gordon Ryan. Oh, versus Craig Jones? Yeah. Yeah, When he, yeah. When he supposedly is like, oh, I damaged the arm there. You know, the yeah, yeah. <laughs> hey, his arm's clearly damaged. They're going into the final round here. And he's uh, clearly got a damaged arm. It'll be interesting to see what he does with that damaged arm. <laughs> he's got a damaged arm. Doesn't he have a damaged arm. His arm's damaged, yeah, it's, Bob. It's hurt. it's hurt. It is damaged, Jim. Yeah, that's, yeah, I mean, that's why they say choke is king, right? Because you can let your arm pop. You can even let your arm break in a fight. And keep fighting. You ever see the Jacare Silly one? There's another it. deep dive. You go see the thing is you like, watch what? one of these fighters and then you're like, oh, I want to see everything they ever did. And so you watch, you know, uh, Jacare with mm-hmm. his like arm in yeah. in the bell in, in his bell fighting and, with yeah, one arm. Yeah. yeah. And uh, oh, by the way, if you're watching this, tell us if you can hear. Can you hear uh, us? Make sure that there's audio. Oh, it's Bree. Yeah, I like Bree. Oh, hey, she would have said we could. Um, hi, I'm gonna put hi, baby. Um, <laughs> uh, can you hear us? Uh, so, uh, yeah. I, I watched all that stuff and really got into it, and then I started yeah. bringing the stuff to, to the gym, and then I got uh, you know clowned for it. So, 
I think when you bring it and you're like, oh, look, this, I saw this on YouTube. Like me and Seth and I, Purple Ball Seth, we'll, we'll, we'll like send each other like videos on Instagram and stuff. And I'm like, oh, that's cool. That's such an unfortunate you know? name that Seth has, Purple Belt Seth, because, <laughs> because it's, it's just a real ceiling for him. That, <laughs> yeah. well, so like now. Well, he's on the rise. Okay, Purple Belt on the way to Brown yeah. Belt Seth. Let's call him that. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, yeah. Let's have that his whole name. Put a purple belt, so yeah, Seth, yeah. yeah. But there's oh, a white belt, Seth. So we, you know, but um, we lost one of our angles. One of our oh, camera angles went out. Yeah, but that's oh, okay. Unfortunately, it doesn't matter. Yeah, you get to just I'm gonna go back to our little like title this. card. Look at that, Bree. What do you think of that? Isn't that wicked? Mm. That's that's our. That's Colin's hand. If anybody wants to know whose hand that is, yeah, it's Colin's hand. So he thought that I got this as a stock Google image stock. off the internet. Like, <laughs> what the? Who? Who? Where would you get that? It was like, I don't know. You Google a microphone held by microphone. Hand tape. Hand tape, yep. Grappler, or, microphone. Jiu-jitsu, mic, jiu-jitsu mic. <laughs> I bet you can find that right now, jiu-jitsu <laughs> mic. You probably could. I did that in a photo shoot with my buddy. Um, <laughs> shout out to uh, my buddy. Wait. Mm. It was out in California. Your buddy. Yeah, Darren. Buddy. Darren, that's Darren. it. Darren, yeah. Darren, the Darren, buddy. Darren Borges was a photographer that would roll with us. He'd take yeah. pictures, and he took amazing pictures. Oh, yeah? And then, yeah, he'd give you a card. You know, he's one of those guys that like, takes great pictures of all the rolls and the you know video, whatever, and then he'll give you a card uh, with it on it. You're like, oh, he'll say, yeah, just take your, your files in there and just take it. And then and then yeah. you go through his other stuff, and you're like, dang, dude, what are you taking – <laughs> if he's like doing model shoots and like all this stuff, you're like, I think what, I'm gonna check out these other folders. Like, I felt like, yeah, I felt like I wasn't supposed to be in that folder. <laughs> His whole resume is just like, uh, yeah, it's all like these chicks trying to look like, hot and like, what's so, you know, they're and they're they're wearing like, you know, a, 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 pizza, a pizza pan in front of them or something. Oh. It's like commercials and like weird modeling shoots and interesting, yeah. But it okay. made me think like the, the rest of his life. So he does grappling, then the rest of the time he's with hot chicks, and he's uh, the guy behind the camera, which is a creepy spot. You know, you. <laughs> you know, I don't think there's a, there's no like I, mean, I guess there is smooth, suave, cool looking guys that do that, but mostly it's like kind of like I don't think pictures of you. <laughs> yeah, it's like creepy camera guy. You a little know, bit. You know, it's funny you said the word hot chicks. Uh, I've said the word chicks before, and I've gotten like grief for that from women. Yeah, yeah, they're like, oh, chicks, so that's diminutive. That's that's a baby chicken, and we don't. Da, da, da. I'm like, oh, okay, I didn't know that was. I didn't know the thing. I mean, I don't mind it, but. People, people don't like that, apparently. Do hot, Brie, Brie, women can we call you a like, hot chick? Women do not like Are being we allowed called to call chicks you? because they, they oh, because it's like it's derogatory. Like, yeah. Yeah, it's like calling them chickens or chicken heads. You get a chicken yeah. head, a ratchet chicken head. It is, but it, I don't know it's why. Weird. Derogative things are weird. It's like, uh, why is everything, everything's getting so like, I just think like, it's particular yeah. these days. The, yeah. 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 <laughs> yeah that's, <laughs> Oh Lord! <laughs> women's MMA. That brings us to women's MMA. <laughs> <laughs> Total ads. So uh, anyway, um, yeah, I think that uh, I think that it's it's hard to swallow. Uh, you know, restricting a term because when it's a term of endearment of some sort. Yeah, you know what I mean. Like I always thought it, it was really a term of endearment. Like, oh man, look, oh that's, that's she's a hot chick. Oh, that's a cute. That's a cute chick right there. But no, it's like no, you're calling me a chicken. But girls have that side of them. They're, that side of them, like they can present themselves as chicks. Yeah, you know, like hey, I'm going to look nice and I'm going to be like a, a, but, an but object of your desire what, in what, some what, ways. What is they don't chick? always want to be loved for their mind. Have, 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 <laughs> well, it's true. It's true. Have you ever thought what the word chick means though? Like at least what like what, what's the origin? Like right. Like, if you deep down etymology, any, yeah. But what does dude yeah. mean? Dude's an dude, asshole or no, something. No, no, no. Dude, it? dude is not an asshole. Dude is like someone who's like who is like dapper. Like that no, word. no, I'm saying it's literally a dude is like a, the dude ring is like the ring is a cow's butthole. I've I've never heard that to be that, but that's also one definition. But the the etymology yeah. of dude, I looked right. it up because I was like, I wonder what dude means. Oh, okay. And it's like like a dapper guy, a gentleman, you know, like you're a dude. Oh, like, in old English, in, yeah, old English is like oh, a dude. Okay, okay, yeah, interesting. So like, yeah, yeah. So 
yeah, but that's just what I'm saying. Like, maybe that's not the that's not the meaning now. A dude. Yeah, a, well, it's just just guy. It's just like a man. Right. Just another word well, it's, for man. It's more like a bro, like a you know, hey dude, what's up? Like it's it's sort of casual. It's not like a dapper individual. Well, hey, I I am. If you, if, if I, you're talking about me and you say that dude Jimmy, you're talking about that dapper boy man Jimmy right there. That's what you're talking about. <laughs> you know what I mean? Though, like yeah, the yeah, common yeah. understanding of, of the course, word now. Of yeah. course, things change. So is chick. So chick isn't you know diminutive. Ch- it's actually like a, a a woman who is you know an object of our desire in a physical way. Objectified. But, not objectified. <laughs> uh, an object of a man's of, of a man object, or a woman's but use the word and, object. Right. Yeah. An object of a man or woman's desire. So a target for that desire based on her own actions because she's trying to look good and, and, and Someone wants argued to be that, sexy. That, that, and that's that she, a normal part of being a human that, being. That she could also be intelligent too. That's true. It's true. Some people would be like, I'm just existing and I want to wear what I want to wear and it's not for anyone else to say anything and blah blah blah. Bree says she identifies as a non binary bird. <laughs> Brie, I love you. <laughs> okay. All right, but anyways, we're on the topic of deep diving uh-huh. and, and looking at videos. You know what I mean? Like, and coming to the gym with your video. I think the best thing for anybody to do if you do that is to uh, go to your coach with it. Be like, hey, I saw this on YouTube. And what do you think about this? Sometimes it can be kind of annoying. Uh, I wonder if I think James might be annoyed by that, but he also would be interested in breaking it down. Oh, right. Yeah. You know what I mean, it's so, like a challenge. Yeah. Yeah. And he could say, well, because he always I've never brought him something and not had him say, OK, but look, you right. know, you're going right. to defend right. this this way. And this thing isn't this is a non-starter because you're not going to be in that position because this is going to happen. And, you know, yeah. I mean, I've never had him not have s- some sort of real shutdown for mm. the thing I'm trying to you know, create as a fundamental part of jujitsu. Like, right, right, here, this, right, this, right. we can just do this. And he'd be like, no, because this. Yeah, because there's no wedge here. You don't have a, uh, there's no right. leverage you here. You need it's this. And work. I'm not saying like there's a counter to everything. I'm saying like literally that's a failed movement. Yeah. And you there know? is a counter to everything, but in this particular movement, it wouldn't work at all. Right. I agree. I agree. I agree. Yeah. 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 Bree says we're cutting out a lot. We're getting to that. We're, I'm working on something. Working on it. Working on it. Working on it. We're messing with my girl. I'm going to get rid of my messages. I think that's part of it. Mm. Um, and oh Cut yeah you know what I that. have a couple of programs open that don't need to be open so that mm. probably will help okay, cool. so I'm going to shut that off bet that, bet but here's that. the other thing yeah. um, so on the deep dive um, I got into looking at uh, the so when you pick a grappler that you're like oh I want to see this guy's fights whatever yeah. try to pick people that are close similar to your body type and uh, movement and like def- have it because definitely. You, yeah because you watch their development over these years in these uh, high level matches mm-hmm. and you can kind of see some reflection of your own movement yeah you're like I can move like that fit. I'm yeah. lanky like that's why I look at Craig Jones because I'm like Craig Jones is pretty lanky I could probably attempt to do a leg entanglement like he does but Gary like Gordon Ryan some, someone I look at a lot because of like how calm he is like I like to look at like certain different a- like attributes of people like whether or not you're calm uh, I'll look at this person because they're aggressive. I'll look at this person because they 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 can invert properly, or I look at this person because they have like good foot sweeps or something. Like, I look at different grapplers for different attributes, and I try to try to uh, obtain those attributes through watching them. Uh, it really helps because jiu jitsu is a very visual sport. Yeah, people miss. The- well, men are visual. Men, Did you know that? Men generally? Yeah. yeah. I think that we, for we, men we and women, it's probably different. Yeah. Uh, Bree might want to chime in on this. Um, I, I, th- I think uh, men, because men, you know, instinctively we're more visual, you know, in their relations. It's because we, we had to hunt and, and see are, things. And, yeah, and maybe. Like, 
gather. Okay. We're just aroused visually. We have more, you know, visual uh, relationship to our movement. Whereas uh, women are are more emotionally invested in an exchange of some sort or so, whatever, so like more f- big so, picture. Kind so, of. so more kinesthetic. Like you think they're more maybe, feeling? Yeah. Maybe more, mm. more. Yeah, maybe more kinesthetic. Mm. I don't know, Bree. You might have an answer for this. I don't know if you're still there, but uh, yeah, I'd be interested to hear what you say because um, I do believe when we're talking <laughs> girls jujitsu. <laughs> <laughs> oh, <Lord. laughs> uh, that it's a different approach yeah yeah we've talked about this before yeah but it, it may be on that bigger picture level yeah but how many senses are involved in training jujitsu uh mostly three like the sense of touch sense of sight uh even your sense of hearing yeah yeah and, but we're drawn to four all four but aren't we drawn to certain things that's true. I think that based is, on you know a number of attributes, but I, some one of them is gender, and, and that's like and that, I think that's nurture nature, and that's like more like uh, genetic. You're genetically predisposed to certain things for sure. Um, like for me, I'm very visual, but my eyes aren't good, so it's crazy. Like you, they weren't good, but, but my eyes were always great. I had the best vision ever when I was a kid. I had an eidetic memory. I could oh, I could yeah. remember images all the time, oh, and yeah. then as I got older, my eyesight went away. Um, and now I have more like an internalizing memory, like a more inward visual memory. I, I can see things in my head. I'm, I'm more of a visionary more than I ever was. That's amazing. So you had amazing. You had really good eyesight. I, as a kid? I, I, eidetic memory. I could remember things. You said eidetic. What eidetic, is that? Which that means, means photographic. Photograph. It's photographic, okay. but also like everything. I could hear something. Everything about a moment, I could remember it. Really? And relive it in my head. I so that was your sense moments. memory that was is, triggered by was, sight. Yeah, triggered by sight. Sight, and then the hearing, and everything. What about smell? Senses. Senses, yeah, my sense of smell was the same way too. No, I mean, do you use uh, that as a sensory trigger for memories? Yeah, like do you sometimes smell something? And go oh, all man, the time. That takes me back all the time. All so the time. you're just really connected to your moments. Yeah, that's what you're saying. Yeah, sometimes and you just have too, really good too, sight. Too attached, but now my sight, my eyesight's not good. My eyesight's fairly poor. So now I think I rely more on my my envisioning. I envision more than I ever did, and I see things inwardly, and I can close my eyes and imagine. I've always had a good, great imagination. Yeah, yeah imaginative. I used to play with my fingers and fight each other. But like, you were telling me about that Bree says she's very visual. Yeah, yeah. She's, so, it's an individual know, thing, I think. You know. Yeah, it is fun, individual. Yeah. I think women are are typically, uh, you know, there's a genetic predisposition, but then there's also socialization, yes, and some yes, women yes, are yeah. more have more male attributes in certain ways, and some men have more female attributes in some ways. And that and that's that nature nurture thing. Yeah. You know, like socialization. You're right. You know, like whether or not women had to look at certain things more than we did because not to say that you were raised to be a man, Bree, but I'm just saying that yeah. like uh, you have uh, some male attributes that may serve you in jujitsu. I'd be interested to see you know look jujitsu is so young we haven't done any like there's no massive peer-reviewed studies on right on, right, yeah right. on the effects of long-term training on um the effects of the other other things in your life mm-hmm. uh whether it uh how it affects parenting how it affects learning how it affects your work mm-hmm. how it affects your overall fitness over right. long term with these basic structural injuries mm-hmm. but your organs are like a 12 year old boy you know yeah. or not that's weird but you know what i mean they're the young right. and uh and healthy <laughs> yeah but it'd be interesting to see the the um some results on that, yeah. you know, data on those kind of um, on those kind of experiments, which yeah. we're living it. And but so, again, so here's what I think about jujitsu in that sense of like jujitsu teaches you two main core principles about things. It teaches you how to yield, and it teaches you how to uh, teaches you forward progress. You've got to be able to go forward. You have to be able to like not only go forward, but be able to be willing to take a step back and then go around. But you're always going forward. It's progression, and that's like masculine energy. Like masculine energy to me, my 
opinion of it and also what I understand of it, it could be defined as progression. Feminine energy could be defined as the ability to absorb and yield. Oh, yeah. And, and be able to flow. So flow is feminine. A progression is masculine. I see that. And so if you have more masculine energy, what jujitsu will give you is the ability to yield. If you have more feminine energy, what jujitsu will give you is the ability to go pro- to progress and make forward progress and go and go towards something and penetrate something. Right, because that's what the masculine energy is. It's penetrating, yeah. Yeah. and okay. feminine energy is, is receptivity. Keep this clean, <laughs> right? But I, I, I keep it clean here. I'm keeping it clean. We're you using I mean? big words. So exactly. So even if you're a man and you come into jujitsu and you have more feminine energy, you're more willing to yield in situations. You will be taught how to drive forward and how to stand firm in where you are and have base. Right. Yeah. But if you're a woman and you come in and you have more masculine energy, it'll teach you maybe how to flow and be more gentle and soft and willing to yield and vice versa for men and women. You know, yeah. if you're a man, you more typically have more masculine energy. It's going to teach you how to flow and be more willing to receive, which is why jujitsu is so good for both genders. The balance and, and the balance of the two and the intermingling yeah. of the two. Yeah, because yes, yes. it's something to have in common. Yes. Unification of those two energies. Yeah. You need a uni- and ultimately, that is what the God energy is. God is a good balance you were saying that. this last time because yeah. we are the two parts we're we the yeah. two parts separated okay. you know yeah and if you're not religious then it's just a you know a biological merging Bio- of the two of that the two. Is, is really remarkable right and right. yeah but okay so are there any other sports that are because we we're we're like jujitsu heads in that way that we're addicted to it and all this Every, i just don't see that same benefit in other sports as much i see it i see it in other sports i don't think they're tackled um as aggressively because because there's a lot of disconnection in other sports. Like think about football. Team. Yeah, team. Like football. Like oh, we both start on this side of the field, and sometimes I'm over here running, and you're over there. Trying to stay away from and, each and, other. And we're trying to stay away. Maybe we we get together sometimes, but we're always like in these like separations. Where jujitsu is this constant connection and movement through connection. Yeah, which is what separates it from anything else. So where there's a where there is an emotional or a, or a um, a more um, figurative. Uh, demonstration of connection. There's always going to be driving it yeah. an actual literal yeah. connection. Yes, like like sausage. You dancing. can't. You may not even. Yes, you may not even be able to do the two separately. They yeah. may be mutually exclusive. Or no, what is that the right word? Uh, they yeah. may not be. Uh, you know, you can't do them as, uh, apart from one another. Yeah, you can't do them apart. From, they, they, <laughs> That's me trying to use they, language. <laughs> <laughs> um. I got way outside of my normal sila- syllabical, you know, usage. <laughs> I got up into the five syllable words and I got real scared there. Oh lord! <laughs> but you know, salsa is a, a lot like that. That's that was a funny little. <laughs> Did you make that noise and put that there? No, no, no. It, these are sounds. It just sounds like you did that. <laughs> That sounds like you. <laughs> Does it? That sounds like you when you probably wake up in the morning. Don't yeah. have any kind. No, of... this was I was going to use for cauliflower corner. <laughs> wow! <laughs> Damn. Time to talk boxing. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Not yet. We're just playing with these things. Live, yeah, we're by just the way. getting used to it. Yeah. yeah okay. Yeah. But um. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I think salsa is like that too. Salsa, salsa dancing. Salsa dancing. The male, but in salsa, dude, the male is the one that's leading with the masculine energy, and the feminine is the one that's receiving and following the male lead. But there's always a lead that someone who's doing something that's progressive, and she's kind of receiving the mo- movements and flowing with it. Um, and that's like a good example yeah. of masculine feminine energy right there. I have a buddy, uh, yeah, a, a close friend who, um, man, he, he does salsa, and uh, he's mm-hmm. a salsa teacher and yeah. a black belt now Okay, uh, jiu-jitsu, and they they fit real well together for him. Yeah, he's good. I want to learn salsa. I need. I want, like, a master to teach me. He's in California, but, yeah, there are people here doing that. Yeah, I always wanted a ballroom dance. Yeah. I have a friend who, you have this friend you grew up with, we, I think I've even talked about him before, <laughs> where he can do anything better than everybody. Yeah, Charles. Year Shout two. out to Charles Pitts. 
Okay. Yeah, that's my that man. your guy? Yeah. Mine's Jason Hansen. Jason and uh, Hansen. Jason, yeah, would just pick up whatever and just whatever. be better than everybody. Yeah. He's only 5'10", or something, he's dunking the basketball. When we used to shoot hoop as kids, he'd be like, he was working on his dunk. He just, within a, a month or two, I guess he had it nailed. He'd be dunking. He could oh, reach man. up and get it in. I was Easy. like, that's insane. Insane. For a white kid, you yeah. know, it was just like dunking. And then, um, <laughs> uh, and then uh, tennis, he picked up tennis at, in, at like, whatever, 40? And now he's like playing tournaments and winning any tournament he's ever in. He instructs. He's like a tennis pro. He's like, he's, Serena Williams, see me. Dude, he's unbelievable. See me on the court. You know how this happened. Well, this is interesting. Yeah. And I may have even talked about this on this podcast, but I think this is fascinating. Well, I used to go visit him mm-hmm. and uh, up in Washington. He was in Seattle at the time. And he was uh, he's he, he was living this amazing life and um, kind of doing what he wanted to at the time. And uh, and so he started playing a lot of tennis. So I was like, I'll play tennis with you. Well, I had taken some instruction as a kid, so I was pretty good. Mm-hmm. And um, and I, I used to beat him sometimes or whatever. One time I handily handled him, beat him. Handily? And handily beat him. <laughs> and, uh, that handle, man. Uh, handily that beat him. Handily. <laughs> um, I brought it to him. Yeah. And, I, and, and, then, and then I think I beat him and it was close. And then uh, and I and one of those times I can't remember which one tripped flipped his switch, and he was pissed. And he got it got weird like where he didn't like playing. And he got salty with he was salty because he didn't salty. like being beat. And I think it was because he was putting time in Big in between. Then he started training super hard with instruction. <laughs> and now I can't touch that guy. I mean I can't touch him. It's it's stupid. Well, that's cool. He was motivated by that L. Sometimes the yeah, L's man. I think so. L's help you elevate. That L brings you L. L's ah! help you elevate. Is that a Jimmy original? I, don't know, I just said it out my mouth. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> what? <laughs> Dude, <laughs> yeah, that's wow. a Jimmy original. There baby. it is. That's what that sound is. Yeah. <laughs> that's barbecue with Cleese, really. Yeah. <laughs> this is barbecue with Cleese. Oh my god, yeah. we're just using noises for anything. <laughs> but, so yeah, man. Uh, yeah, L's help you elevate. L's help you elevate. Without without the L's, who are you? What are you? Yeah, but he was that guy that can just do anything really, really well. And I think with jujitsu, those guys exist. There's BJ Penn. Yeah. Yeah, yeah I mean, BJ Penn was that guy. Thir- you know what? Three years, bam, three years, black sudden, belt, yeah, boom. Come on, but he was like the prodigy, mm-hmm. you know, whatever. And also Gio Martinez, but you know the Martinez brothers, but they did their break dancing, break dancing for fourteen years. So that's what I'm yeah. saying. Like, if you're, a, you know, what I want to see. I was just thinking this when you were talking about salsa dancing. Is dan- a dancer? Do you remember Dancing with the Stars? Yeah. They should do Dancing with the Grapplers. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Yes. Dancing with the UFC. Dan- oh, man. Have fighters. That would be huge. Oh, it'd be Imagine, huge. Imagine, like, Conor McGregor, dude. John Jones, like, That's Holly a big Holmes. Win. Yeah. Like, dude, yeah. come on, Dan- Dana. For Dana. sure, Dana, you got to do this. Come on, Dana. Pull up, pull up. Yeah. yeah. Got, I get yeah. a contract written. They're like, oh, we just heard this on Pulse Podcast. We're taking this. <laughs> yeah, we want credit, please. But you got to do Dancing with want, the UFC. I want 1%. He probably already has that shit in the works. Yeah, You yeah. know him. He probably yeah. does. He's always thinking outside of the box. But they don't have time. You know, they're not like, it's not Dancing with the Stars, like actors who like take time off or whatever. Like these fighters are always in No, camps. retired. Retired oh, fighters. But then like they're all broken. <laughs> not but they all can of them. dance? Come yeah, on. Yeah, yeah. Silva. But I wonder who would want to see it. Like we're, we're thinking of like this is a, kind of a niche market, right? UFC fighting. It's somewhat niche. Do you think that the audience of the UFC would want to see like, I don't like know. Chuck like, Liddell. Like, or, or, doing or, the mum- or chill, chill sunning. Chill sunning doing something. Or, you, it, know, you know what would be really you know, fun or, is if it made, if he made a UFC dance, UFC fighter dance with a UFC fighter. Like two retired UFC fighters. Oh. So it'd be like, but it'd be like the fourth match between Tito and... And uh, and Chuck only it's they gotta dance they gotta dance like, together like it's a dance fight oh <laughs> <laughs> they now, teach you moves they now, gotta come out everybody's dance. like this is a stretch no it's not it's cool dance fight dance Never, yeah fight. <laughs> like a dance off yeah 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 it's, it's dance fight dance off or, I, I call it dance fight okay I in call the white it. community we call it dance fight oh okay yeah, okay you may not know about this this is something that we do 
Okay. Behind you, closed doors. You never seen You Got Served, huh? Uh, or Stomp the Yard. No, no. Damn. People listening I right now. I have seen those. You, you but, should go watch Stomp the fun, Yard. I can't remember the movie I served. saw recently where they were doing a dance fight. Dance fight. It was a joke. Oh, but, yeah? Yeah, yeah. Okay. Well, yeah. Here's it was a, a little, quick little dance off. But that Dance with the Stars thing, Dance with the Grapplers, that would be, I would love to see like Gary. Yeah. Gary with some, and you know, Gary. Don't worry, Gary. We find somebody with a nice back backside for you. Because that what he's into? That's what he's into, man. You should see his, you should see his uh, Instagram oh, stories. Oh, go to Tonin. <laughs> What's his Instagram? Name? It's just Gary Tonin. By the way, sorry, uh, Gary. I don't know if we're gonna get to you. Uh, oh yeah, this time. Unfortunately, just hang in there. Yeah, we're talking about all kind of stuff right now. Um, we don't got time. We're a little busy, but uh, he's probably waiting by the phone right now. That's all. Which is man. interesting because we've already talked about him twice. With <laughs> yeah, we haven't been able to call him. <laughs> We can talk about you. I watch your matches. But we can't. We can't bring you on the show right now. So let's go back to um, jujitsu proper. Right okay, okay, um, okay. You were wanting to say journey. So I like this idea of doing a pod. We should do a podcast just about the journey from white to black. Yeah, and uh, maybe have a couple of phone calls in there and stuff. But let's preliminary. Let's do a preliminary dive on this. Yeah, I I think it's important for people to understand, at least from other people's perspective. Um, what that journey means and what it looks like. Yeah. Because, you know, when you get in, you're white belt, you're like, I'm just going to go to class right. until something happens. <laughs> you yeah. know, besides getting my ass kicked. It's like, it's like the horizon, just seeing where your next steps are. It's so far yonder that, like, sometimes it can feel overwhelming, you know, especially when you walk in there and you want to be a black belt. People, I feel like people walk in there and they already want to be a black belt. And they think, I don't know, because of what they do outside of jujitsu, maybe they're a nuclear. That it's going to cross over? Yeah, that, yeah, I don't know. Yeah, they're smart, you know, okay. they're smart people That's and they true. think that they're going to walk in there and you're like, I'm gonna pick this up, dude. I did Taekwondo when I was a blah blah blah, or I'm a nuclear scientist, or da da da, or you know, I'm a doctor, or whatever it is that they think that they're so smart at doing, they think they're gonna walk in there and just pick this up. And, and then they find out slowly but surely that it's more than just getting techniques and putting them together like katas, you know, especially if they've done like a striking martial art, it's not just kata, it's like technique and then application. And oh, by the way, every little inch that you make completely changes the position and like you have to be able to adjust with that you know and that's what we were talking about earlier with masculine feminine when you walk in there with a lot of masculine energy especially when it's like oh i got this i'm going to progress real easily you'll find that you need to be able to yield to win and if you don't have that feminine balance you're going to find quickly make make the noise is that what you're about to do Quickly, you're gonna have a you're gonna have a bad time. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. In there, it's gonna be yeah. a bad time, especially as a white belt. Um, when I started off as a white belt, I didn't really have anything that I thought about. I didn't think about being a black belt. Mm-hmm. I never even thought about. And honestly, this is my perspective. I never thought about being the belt ahead of me. No, me neither. I felt like uh, an aversion to that. I think a lot of people do. They're like, ah, that's a lot of pressure, actually. But, but also, but on, yeah, that's, that's you'd a, rather be a surprise. All of a sudden, you're there. That's a humble perspective. It's also smart because you, you, you know, it's like looking at a um, a giant pile of dishes and just stepping back and looking at the big pile. You got to yeah, go in and get one, a dish, one dish at a time. Yeah. <laughs> but, but, yeah. But granted, I did think about like when I was a blue belt. I was like, okay, I wonder what it takes to be a purple belt. How how do I take steps towards that? But I wasn't like, I want to be a purple belt. Right. Because, you have to like, still make a conscious decision to move forward because because what's the saying the belt only covers up two percent of your ass you got to cover the rest uh-huh so <laughs> if you don't understand that, that that's just a saying that they always say uh some barbecue barbecue, please. Please. barbecue yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that dude's so, bringing it jesus <laughs> he's old now he's got dementia he's yeah that like, did sound bad yeah that, 
No, that's no. not it. That's you. No, that's no. not it. That's barbecue eclipse. Is sure. that barbecue eclipse? Sure. Whatever. Or, or, or we'll make one that's like a toga. Oh, a toga blowing in the when wind. When we call uh, uh, Gary, this is this is what's going to happen. We're like, oh, hang on. I think Gary's calling. Hello, Gary. Yeah. Let's just let's tell everybody our, our tricks. That's what's going to happen. Well, we're, yeah, we're letting you know. If you're watching this, you're going to know now, which is awesome. You gonna know. Gonna, you about it. There's only one of you, and you're us. There's no viewers now. This is awesome. I don't think it's really tracking us. Probably not, but um. Yeah, anyway, people will listen to it afterwards for sure. Yeah. So, uh, um, what, what we're talking about was the journey, and I'm curious mm. from the brown belt perspective. Mm. When um, it always looks like a big mountain if you look right at the bigger picture, uh, but as you're as you learn, I feel like as you learn along the way, you learn that there's way more to learn. So it's exponentially more the more you complicated. Know, the, the more you know, the more you don't. More you know, you, know, you don't, don't know. Yeah. So it becomes more complicated as it spreads out in front of you. Yeah. And then you get like I'm at the stage I'm at. I'm like, wow, okay. I feel like I have more to learn now than I felt like I had when I was a white belt. Yeah. And and uh, yet I'm years in, right? So, yeah, yeah. um, I'm curious from your perspective: is there a point where it starts to refine again and become more focused? Or does it always feel like it's spreading out more and more and more to where there's just more and more content, more and more uh, things to consider? It, it expands the, your your knowledge that you haven't yet gained. Yeah. I think at, at every belt stage that's how that happens. Okay, here's here's how I look at a belt. I get I okay. Let's say I'm a white belt. I did my thing. I got my blue belt. When I, when you get your blue belt, now it's like okay, I know some things. Now I have to refine those things. I think every belt past white is that. You start off, oh, I'm going to refine my thing. Da, da, da. Okay, I think I'm doing good enough. Now, okay, I'm getting smushed again. Boop, boop, boop. Now I got to start doing that again. And you always get to these plateaus. I think there's plateaus that happen. You go up, you refine. You feel good about something. Cool, I got this one sweep down. Now everybody's shutting it down. Now I got to refine this other skill. I think that just happens within skill sets. It's more so within skill sets. Yeah. Oh, I'm good at sweeping from close guard. Okay, now I'm getting shut down. Now I'm getting passed. Okay, I need to refine the the not getting passed part of it all. Okay, now I got I got passed. Now I have to refine the side control. Oh, my side control is getting smushed. I got to refine the getting on my side part of it. Oh, I got to refine the part of underhooking. Got to refine the part of overhooking. Got to refine the part of not getting my, my arms attacked while I'm doing all these. It's just everything is a refining moment, I think, all the time. You're, yeah. always refi- you're always picking something to refine. And then I think what separates the blue belt from the purple belt is the blue belt has moves, but they don't have, like, schemes yet. You're not a schematic. Yeah. You're not a schematic, if that makes sense. You don't have, like, plots. You're not plotting yet. At blue belt, you don't plot, I think. When I roll a lot of blue belts, I'm like, oh, you're doing techniques, but you haven't learned the art of, um, of the mind game of it yet. There's, yeah. a, there's a mind game at purple belt you should be mind gaming now now it's like okay i know how to do this this and that in third i need to be able to string them together and and bait him okay now i'm baiting okay now i'm faking this okay i know if i if i don't have this part of the move that this is gonna happen and now i'm gonna take that away so you're you're discussing minutiae each Minu- time yeah. it yeah each time each transition you're making into you know progress progress yeah you're doing it through focusing on an element of what you're a, doing a, but, an element yeah but but there's a greater understanding that there's so much more to learn right yeah. and that happened that it's just it was a it was like not it's almost like a discovery where I was like oh gosh you know and and it continues to grow the further along I get no no that's not the big one the big one's here but um. So okay. yeah, I, it grow, it grows more as you get further along. So my my feeling is that there's got to be a point like where James is at, where he's like, okay, uh, now I have a now I have like this greater like this like this even, like, look look a yeah. greater understanding, and then it starts to refine more like that. It yeah. can't continue going. 
Well, Can yeah. it? Well, yeah, he starts refining leg locks and so he's refining leg entanglements. He's refining um, getting into X guard, refining different positions that he. So he, you're saying then the minutiae becomes all the refining elements of uh, all the things you all, know. All the things and you then know. it does expand out yes. again that, in yeah. that way. Of okay. course, yeah. Oh, wow. it, it never ends like that. Oof. And that's why jujitsu can seem overwhelming. But I think when you have a curriculum, it can feel like, okay, well, I'm at blue belt. Right. I know all the curriculum moves for purple. I test. Okay, so we're talking about the progress from white belt to black belt. Um, let's talk about that. Let's talk about, um, let's talk about like, the, remember the blue the blueprint? <laughs> remember the grappler's blueprint that uh, Lloyd Irvin came up with? And I never looked at it. But, oh, yeah. yeah, that was a thing that uh, they were touting back when um, uh, Ryan Hall was a blue belt. Mm-hmm. He was in that. Uh, that he was selling that with Lloyd Irvin, oh. the Grappler's Blueprint. And it okay. was like this, it was a blueprint, I think? And it was this um, book, basically, or whatever, this flow of things that mm. they were selling. And that needed to be um, how you approached it, like some sort of focus, right? Mm. And yeah. um, and with some sort of structure. And, you, you know, I feel like uh, a lot of people, a lot of people's approach, a lot of us, you know, at, at, at given times, all of us yeah. lack that structure. And, and at times... I feel like we benefit from that because it's a free flowing, uh, yeah, you, yeah you idea farm, right? You're <laughs> you're farm, you're connected yeah. more to your your body and what you're doing and what's right for mm-hmm, you, mm-hmm. and you get outside of the structure, and then you start like, oh, geez, look at this, and this expands. Mm-hmm. But I think the basic structure has you have to work inside that framework, yeah. And if you don't have it, I'm a I'm a classic example of not having it, right? And I'm, you just kind of wander around through jujitsu, and it's a forest, and you you don't you don't really get to the checkpoints and uh, yeah it's a force and what tends to happen is what happens to us in our lives because we're just human beings we seek comfort so we're gonna do whatever we're best at or that we like to do and then and then we stay caught up in these like comfort zones like for me it was me doing triangles um it was triangle chokes and i did it all the time and i was like well i'm comfortable doing this i know how to do it i'm good at it i can tap somebody with it and then james was like yo stop doing triangles for a long time just stop yeah like but but he's like no yeah, it opened up my whole game. I'm like, yep, but, nope, nope, okay, nope. nope, 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 no triangles. It opened up my game. I remember that happened because I'm like, I'm starting to dominate Jimmy. <laughs> 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 and then I found out you weren't doing your favorite thing ever. I was like, oh, no wonder. And then it created a realization for me. I was like, yeah, damn. I'm like, that right there. Hey, hey, threw that picture out. Okay, a picture that's, just, that's a little new breed. Jimmy with his know. new breed belts. I'm chilling, I'm chilling. And he has a math crazy. hat on. Math, make Remember America, Matt? make America, make America think again, think harder, Sorry. think harder. Which was our, um, which was our, our buddy uh, Andrew Yang. Andrew Yang. I was thinking, shout about, out. Yeah, let's not get too far off topic, oh, yeah. but I was just thinking about him yesterday. Yeah, uh, morning or afternoon, I guess. I was driving home and I was thinking, what if he'd won? And like, where would we be today? What would he be doing right now? Man, we would. We, we Everybody have, would be trained jujitsu. Would be a federal mandate because yeah, exactly. Would be <laughs> at least and, cops. And, remember? And, and, yeah, of course. I think that's, they all need to be purple belts. I think that's happening though. That's happening slowly, especially yeah. with Pedro. Pedro's working yeah. on that. Yeah, I was talking to um, some military dudes. Uh, there, there's a guy that helped me get all this uh, firewood. Yeah, and uh, he's a aviation um, division special forces guy, and uh, and he was saying that uh, now anymore now. You know the the hand to hand stuff's mostly jujitsu and uh, yeah. and you know and then striking built around it. But uh, it used to be just Krav Maga and that kind of thing. They didn't do a lot of grappling. And they have a nice program now called Adopt a Cop. Oh which, really? Yeah, which is great. And uh, I was speaking about military, but yeah, yeah, the, ad- this is cops. Adopt a Cop is great. Like we've we've got like at least five cops that train with us now. 
And you just bring one in? Yeah, you just bring one and in. And he comes in for free? Yeah, yeah, they get like financed to Oh train. man, yeah. that's incredible. Actually, you know, we need to call Pete Wilhelm at some point. Pete, Pete, if you're watching, I know you'll see this, I'll send you a link. Um Pete is uh he runs um Triton Fight Club out in uh, Tulsa. Okay. And he has a free program for any PTSD um uh, anybody with PTSD, uh, ex military, uh, mm. even cops, mm. and then also uh for cops. So anybody ex military cops, veterans and cops can train for free at his academy. That's amazing. Because he feels like like one of the biggest elements of um, jujitsu, or I mean, of PTSD, is you know a big part of it, or at least a um, trigger, yeah. is that you come back from being a part of something bigger with a, a, a group. Uh-huh. You know, you're in a family, and mm-hmm. then you have to now not only process your memories and moving into your regular life family, yeah. but also now you're not connected to anybody who you can. Um, you feel isolated. Yeah, huh? you're isolated. You're yeah. not connected to a. a I don't want to say uh, fraternal or a brotherhood, but it's like a peoplehood um, mm-hmm. of of uh, people that you know s- understand where you're at and understand yeah. how you feel, have been through it, whatever. But you were in that, you were creating bonds and adversity, and then now all of a sudden, all the people you created those bonds with yeah. now are separate. Are separated. From you. It's like a traumatic. Whereas jujitsu is a family, and we and we have these bonds created in adversity, and we mm-hmm. give each other trust, and we do that. Yep. So it's replacing that family for you mm-hmm. um, while you create while you focus on something physical right. to do all the great balancing that you need to for your soul, you know, and, oh, man, that's such a, it's so important. That's such a good point because you know, like what was it last night we were on the mats and man, there were so many people on the mats and something I thought about is weird. The energy, oh, sorry, the energy was so good last night. Oh, like, isn't that cool? It was he, like, everybody was uplifting. It was so amazing. James was happy. I was happy. Like James would like, he was working on Mount, like Mount top Mount stuff. And like whenever he, we would go one, two, three clap, he would stay on top of me and we would fight. Ah, nice. <laughs> and we kept doing that. I'm like, get get off me. We were like trolling each other and talking shit. And yeah. like, I was just like, this is exactly the family vibe, you know? Yeah, it yeah, yeah. So, and there's so many people on the mats from different places, different backgrounds. Do they do different things? And there's no talk of anything else, but like what we're there to do, and and which is just to like like help each other grow and get better as people. Like that is the fundamental reason why we're all there. It's not like, oh, we're all here because every, some, one guy's trying to be the best this and that. Oh, right. Or, or we're all here to, to, to uh, I don't know, to like pop our chest up and be egotistical or anything. No. Yeah. Especially not in, in our environment. Yeah. Which is the best, best place on earth to train the best it's martial arts. It's the breast. Art. It's the, the breast, breast place. The, the breast run. place on earth to train yeah. the breast. <laughs> Chickens. Chicks. <laughs> 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 Best place ever. Yeah, no, you're right. It's you know? it's it's a good vibe, a good family. Good it, but but you know, it does ebb and flow. Like you said, the vibe was really good last night. But like, um, but some, but some, we're emotional creatures, so sometimes we're like some, some people are sad. And it's we're, lunar. We're, 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 yeah, it's lunar. We all want to be sympathetic for the person who's hurt right now, or you know, like hurt emotionally for some reason, mm-hmm. or we just feel the vibe of each other, and we're like uh, bees in a hive or yeah. ants on a hill. And we and and sometimes you get in there to train, and you're like that. Oh, I didn't train well. Yeah. It felt funny. felt funny. People were on edge a little. Yeah. What was that? And people were getting their I emotions came in. out. I came in. The weirdest part is when you come in feeling like, all right, this is going to be the best day ever. I got all my work handled. I'm ready to go train. I got two and a half hours. This would be great. You walk in, yeah. and then everything goes wrong. Yeah. And it, you had nothing to do with it, you don't think, but you did play a role because we're just part of this greater body that is one family, and right. it's just kind of this energy flow. But you live through that together, and that's uh-huh. part of the bond. That's part of the bond. 
Like, I, I don't believe you can really create bonds with people if you don't go through adversity with them. No, you can't. You just can't. It's, it's well, fake. Well, not the same bond. Yeah, I mean, I... If, I guess if, bond by definition. I guess, but is that really a, a real bond, a true bond? That's what I'm saying. Bond yeah. by definition is, is through adversity. Yes, yes, through adversity, exactly. I think so. Yeah, or, or it's more connection. It's, it's Whereas, a connection. Like, so like you said, it's true. You can't create a bond unless you've been through something together right. because they have to be created in something... It's like you can't create a, a hard knife right. without forging it. Exactly. Uh, otherwise, it's just soft metal. Exactly. Yeah. That's it, why people who tend to work at like restaurants and stuff, they tend to be really close because, man, they work they that hard knives. shift. But yeah, that. <laughs> they use hard <laughs> they, knives. They, they shank each other. <laughs> <laughs> like fighting in the alley with the knives. But no, they go through that adversity. You know, they go through the weeds. The together. Us against them. Yes, exactly. There's that too. Yeah, there's that. Yeah. There was a guy, and I've, I think I've even I'm repeating myself again, but it doesn't matter because it's mm. it's important. Um, this uh, this dude I worked with in Tulsa again, Tulsa. Why Tulsa? Um, there was a young dude who was mm-hmm. a Mensa student, and he ended up. Uh, um, he was very young when I met him, and he had done his thesis on. Uh, he was a sociology anthropology major, and uh-huh. he did his thesis on bonds created in adversity. Mm. And one of the things that he used at that time, I don't think I really knew Peter. I would have had to meet with him, but he. he he used comedy as a uh, the the lifestyle of a, a traveling comedian or traveling entertainer as an example, mm. and, and foxholes for soldiers, and it's it's very similar yeah. because it's an us against them. So you naturally pull together in this really close way. You have to, you have to. I think family. That's why fam family is very important. Well, family is a bond created in adversity. Yeah, you were in a house and on a block, and you're. It's us against and, them to some degree. And, well, you have you have to survive mm-hmm. together. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, and it's you why know? gangs. It's why gangs are a welcome place for young people who don't have family. Right. Uh, right because right. it's bonds created in adversity. It's a family. Yeah. It's an us against them. Safety. It's the and, same. It's a totally. It's a language we don't. It's a language we understand and we speak fluently, um, mm-hmm. even if we don't speak the same uh, word language. Yeah. Yeah. That's just, the thing that we do. It's just community. We need as it. As an animal. <laughs> yeah. And That's yeah, it's so animal need brain. It. You need it. Mm-hmm. And um and jujitsu is not a replacement of anything. It's just it's an enrichment of that impulse it, or that instinct yeah. and that, that builds who you are. Creates and that you kingdom. Man. And I'm you telling you, it actually, in my opinion, this is the Grappler Deep Dive episode, yeah. I guess. Because in my opinion, it it when I when I um when I built that family, mm. it it in, informed my bond with my immediate family, my my yeah, um, family, my wife, okay. my children, my my in laws, my it, it informed my my ability to create bonds with those people. What mm. that means, mm. you know what I mean? Because I'm in practice of it. It's like it's like uh, uh, yeah, you you're can't learning. Do, yeah, you're you, learning how to bond. Yeah, drillers are killers, drillers right? Are so killers, I'm, yeah. I'm drilling bonding. When I'm dr- <laughs> and then uh, yeah, and then I go home and I bond better. Yeah, and I and I understand the complexities and the and the delicate uh, precarious nature of these bonds. Yeah, and and you're learning how to be a partner. Yeah, right? yeah, learning it. You know, people talk about having partners and relationships, you know, because like your wife or your husband or your spouse, whatever is your partner. Uh, and you might not know what a partnership looks like. Maybe all your life, all you ever saw was combative, combat, like combat, 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 combat. Right. You, know, you never understood. To how, you, that's a bond. Yeah, yeah, to you, yeah it's, a tra- it's a trauma bond, they call it. Uh-huh. Right. So you might have a trauma bond, but in jujitsu, we are bonding through uh, through partnership and yeah and, stockholm and, syndrome is a, was one of those sorry yeah no no you're right stockholm syndrome is one you know like yeah being with your cap capture and capturer and you know and and wanting and that feels comfortable to you because i feel like you and i are somewhat connected because <laughs> <Look at that. laughs> we, we duck, duck lipped in vegas that was like, <laughs> we, we, we can say that officially we duck lipped in vegas <laughs> yeah if you have a duck lipped in vegas with your friend then you are friends for real wait can you go back to that picture i want to see if i was wearing that hat that you yeah I that? was wearing that hat. That's was, the one. Was that my hat then? 
Yeah. I gave it to you, right? Yeah. Did you take it home? Yeah, I did. Okay, good. Okay, I so, told you I okay. knew that was your hat. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> and that's, I ended up with your so hat, funny. and then I gave it to you, and you're like, oh, thanks, man. So uh, you, thanks for giving me this hat. It's like, your it's hat. my hat. Like, that's yeah, not my hat. Give my hat, by the way. I have photographic proof. <laughs> so, yeah, I, I feel like uh, the bonds that we create um, through jujitsu. Um, yeah, and, yeah. and, and, you know, look, it's sponsored adversity, and it's an us and them thing, too, but there's also this other whole other thing yeah. that we're practicing giving total trust to another human oh being yes. over and over six minutes at a time yeah and some people violate that trust and when they do you see it and you know what it is mm-hmm. and it's mm-hmm. not like the the strange hazy mysterious nature of life where you're like did somebody just violate my trust yeah i don't know i have an opinion that they did and they're like i didn't violate your trust and then there's this <laughs> argument about whether or not they violated your yeah. trust now you have more conflict yeah no but in this clear dude, cut that guy dry. fucked you up yeah, yeah you're hurt there's a physical pain it's clear from, it's clear it's obvious yeah. the clarity of jujitsu and the bonds and connections we make and mm-hmm. the bonds and connections we break and the yeah. trust we make and the trust we break yeah. in jujitsu yeah. the clarity of it gives us perspective on the rest of our life that we can't get from anything else. Mm, true. I don't true. think there's any other way. You're not going to get it on the line at, at playing for the Packers. Yeah, you, <laughs> that's funny. I was thinking the line. I was just thinking like a football line. Like, would you get that from that? Nah, man. Because yeah, maybe, you're shoulder to shoulder with these dudes, and you're like, well, well, well maybe the QB would. You know, the QB is like, oh, I got to trust my lineman. You know, I, I I can't even look at these other people. I need to focus on who I'm throwing this ball to. I got to trust my line. You can trust, but maybe 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 they get beat. You know, and maybe that's it. But maybe they didn't. Maybe they dropped a shoulder and let the guy by because you're being a dick. But you don't know that. It's still mysterious. It's still unbalanced. With jujitsu, you know. You're rolling with this guy. You trust him. Yeah, it's 1v1. And then he holds your elbow a little too, or he goes too fast on the Mm -hmm. shoulder Mm -hmm. and doesn't like hold it there and go, see, I got you. He like blasts your shoulder out and tears your labor. You're like, come on. It's like, come on, guy, really? And then my trust is now violated. Right, right. And that means something. Mm-hmm. And and I know what that guy's capable of. He sees that he did it. Didn't know, maybe didn't know he was capable of violating somebody's trust. Maybe he learns yeah. a, a deeper understanding of his own. Oh yeah, of his own flaws, and says, "Oh, geez, my mm. ego's so big that mm. I had to tear that shoulder, mm. and I and I knew Be- better because I wanted to win. And now I have to address ah, that part of myself." Win. And change who I am in that way. And I think these things are just more clear. The point is it's yeah. more clear yeah. than everyday life when you're, you know, when you're told a lie or something yeah. bad happens and, in your and, family. And that, right. And that brings back our point earlier of what jujitsu brings to like men and women. It brings you the art of sensitivity. A lot of the times we're not sensitive. I mean, we're, or we're men, for instance, maybe might be told, like we're socially told to not be sensitive, to to be hardened by by things because we kind of have to be, you know. We're the Remain ones that, functionally cynical. Yeah, exactly. Like, eh, yeah, whatever, yeah, whatever, oh, whatever, enough. do yeah. whatever. Because we have to go fight wars and we have to uh-huh. go work on the assembly line yeah, or whatever go it is. Kill that chicken. Go kill whatever it goes. That we're close to, but we got to kill it because it's not working out. Yeah, whatever. That's a hard thing. It's very hard. And we have to be able to soak it all up and eat it all. But no, we have to be sensitive in jujitsu. I got to be so sensitive to that arm that I'm attacking. That as I'm slowly pulling it back, pinching my elbows and pinching my thighs, using my hips to elevate to attack your arm, I've got to be so sensitive to feel you tap me and be waiting for the tap, but also at the same time trying to break your arm. Yeah. And then letting go immediately once you tap me and not hurt you, that, or or stopping and saying, "Bro, yeah, yeah we're or just, there," or just looking at you, "We're <laughs> there," you know, and just and yeah. being okay with that, you know, and that takes a lot. That I think that learning sensitivity is why it takes so long to learn to progress in jujitsu. This why. brings us back to the white to black. <laughs> white to black. Ooh. So there's How these sensitive other are you? things we're learning yeah. 
uh, along the way that allows us to get to the next level. Mm -hmm. And we may, and they're not on paper and they're, they're not. not on the belt. They're not on the curriculum, no. but they're happening. And if you don't learn them and you refuse, you refuse your own lessons, uh -huh in those ways or you don't consciously make the decision to learn those things then you yeah. could be potentially slowing your own development in jujitsu. And you were talking about, Oh, do, do things like expand out and come back together? I right. Right. For me, what's doing that right now actively is sensitivity. Really? I'm, yeah. I'm like, as a Brown belt right now, everybody, I'm like, dang, I need to be more sensitive because something James told me recently and it's changed how I roll with people. And people have been like, after rolling, they're like, man, that was really fun. Like, dude, what are you like? Drew McKenzie, he was like, man, that was the most fun I've had rolling with you. What have you done? What have you changed in the past week? Like, what are you doing, Jimmy? And I'm like, well, I had a conversation. He's like, something switched. There's a flip that switched. He felt it. He felt it and he told me that. He's like, there's something that switched. What was it? And I was like, there was a conversation I had with James. It was. It wasn't even a long conversation. He just like told me. He's like he looked at me. James just. James is such a good like stoic coach in this way. He didn't like preach about it. Nothing. He was just like when his eyes look at you. You're like oh. The way he looked he at me and, and what he said, <laughs> I was just like heard. He just looked at me. and He said, "Man, you know." And he had you know he's rubbing his chin like this. He's like, you know what? Notice you've just been watching your role and you've been asserting yourself a little too much on on certain people that you don't need to be like white belts and da da. You should try to change it up and put put yourself in bad positions. And I was like, damn, put myself in bad positions. Wow. I, you know what? I have been asserting myself a little too much. I have been feeling like I need to kill people and do good so I can go to these competitions because I just lost one. And whenever I lose one, especially the way I do, I did the last one, which was a mental game, a mental loss, I get into this like, I need to go harder now. I need to fuck people up. But it's, I need to mess people up. Ah, we almost <laughs> made it. <laughs> but, <laughs> damn it. I'm trying not to curse on this Dang. one. We swore it's over. Swore. And that's a wrap. No, I'm okay. But uh, so, so I got to that perspective. And I'm like, oh, I should just reel it back. I should let people do things. I should move. And that allows me to be more sensitive. Yeah. Because now when so, someone puts me in a bad position, I can actually wait. I'm like, oh, well, he's got me in side control here. He's pinning me, but he has to move. He has to open up to do something. So, yeah. so I give a little bit. I go, oh, he moves that leg. Okay, then I get my foot in. Okay, oh, he, he had to lift the arm up to attack this arm, but he created that space. So now I get to see yeah. when openings are being created as opposed to I'm, I'm, I need to get out of here now. And I think that's like white belt. So you mentioned that James, a conversation James had mm. from seeing what you're doing, just like he'd obviously been thinking about this of and course. thought, how do I present this to Jimmy? I'm right. present it this way. And he presented it the way he normally does, mm. very simply, less words. Yeah. Really good. Concise. Um, he says, uh, <laughs> John Eden said, fuck him up, Jimmy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we broke the seal on it now, Johnny. <laughs> no mercy, baby. Mm. Um, so, uh, yeah, the, uh, the question I had for you was, You've been with him the whole time, James. Well, I started with him, and yeah, then, yeah. And, but then he moved to oh, Savannah right, right. for two years, and you I was I was training under somebody so, else. But yeah, he's but, been my teacher. But the point is, you've you've been taking instruction with him since you met him as a gamer. Oh yeah, day yeah, so day one. So here we are, and he says something like that to you, and you're getting better and better. And there's been you know plenty of catches you made on him, and he's he's been and not plenty, but a, a few. So a few. so you're but he's diligent in moving forward constantly. So yeah. we'll really never catch that guy. I was just having a conversation with my daughter about that. And she's like, <clears throat> when you get to black belt, does that mean that you're like, you know, that it'll be like, like, you'll be close to like where J James is at? And I'm like, no, not at all. Not even close. Because <laughs> he's, like, he's continuing yeah. to learn. Yeah. And he'll always be doing that. And plus, he has this mind for for that that I don't. So his his I think exponentially he's learning. But anyway, that's a side note. Mm -hmm. So what I'm getting at. Uh, is when when this and this may be a foible, a, a pitfall that a lot of people have. Uh, do you? Find that sometimes you go through periods where you can't hear his instruction. 
where you where you're not a student of his, where you're you're start your ego gets in the way and you stop hearing him uh, fully, or you you're not open as a student would be to him. Do you know what I'm saying? Does your ego mm-hmm. ever jump in and say, "Hang on a second, you know, I kind of I want to take the reins a little bit here and start to direct my own jujitsu"? And I think this happens. People yeah. break from their coaches, even yeah, completely. But um, I don't. I haven't seen it happen with you. I was just curious if you've gone through periods where you mm-hmm. had to grapple with that a little bit. <laughs> Quote uh, a pun. Uh, you know, uh, yeah, yes and no. Only yes in the fact that I feel like it's not like my ego does it, but it's like this sense of responsibility that I feel like I have to be like this teacher since i am like one of the highest belts in the class and i have to teach people and i have to like i sometimes i forget that i am still a student and i need to go to james and ask these questions sometimes i'm like oh i'm gonna answer all these questions so what i started doing now is especially when it's time to roll like last night we had thursday night class and uh we call it thirsty thursday thirsty thursday no water baby so from seven to eight we just grapple no water um and so people will like come up to me like Jimmy, I got a question. Da, John, da, da. John, John Eden actually sneaks uh, bought little bottles of water in his beard. Whack. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, the way he sneaks water in his beard, whack. So um, you go to James. But so I go, I go, hey, uh, go, how about we just grapple and you go to James with that question? And I, yeah. I, I, I avert more questions now to going go to James with it. Go to James with it. So, so that's an interesting thing. So, you, yeah, you have to be in the rhythm of being um, autonomous in some way. Yeah. Um, does that? Do you find you have to switch gears to to to, to, to hear be. James, um, or are you always open to his instruction? I'm, I'm, you always feel like a student. Under him? I feel like I'm always that dynamics in stone. I'm I, I'm always listening, but I'm not always practicing. Be- so maybe that's what I mean. Okay, so yeah. there's these subtle like, like blocks uh, like, that you have. Like maybe. you'll show a technique, and I'm listening to like the way he teaches it, where where things are in place. But then when we go one two three time, uh, I go out and help people. Oh yeah, yeah. Or me and him will sit and talk, and I won't practice the move sometimes. Do you ever, um, especially when it's a fundamentals class, you know, where I think I should just be drilling everything all the time? Not to get too detailed on this, but uh, I'm curious about this because I think a lot of people stru- struggle with um, that dynamic and what that means and what that is. And yeah. um, could it be that uh, sometimes, like you said, you don't practice? Do you find that like? Uh, you're not thirsty so much sometimes for new knowledge as much as you should be or as much as benefited you in the past? Yeah, I feel like I'm not always like question, 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 question. Right. Sometimes I'm more like, I'm more thinking about how to teach something or how or how how, th- how I'm trying to break it down in my own head. Mm-hmm. Yes, I can agree. Sometimes I'm doing it in my own head instead of going to James for the exact thing. Um, but then maybe that's a part of an ego like, well, I'm a brown belt now. Maybe I should be able to answer some of these questions myself and then to go to him for certain things. But yes, nowadays I'm kind of going back into that raw student, like asking him all the questions for everything. You know what yeah. I mean? Um, but then again, I, there's a responsibility. I feel like I should know. I should know these things. I should know this stuff. And and then feeling like shameful to be like, oh, I got a question about this thing that I think I should know, and then oh, I right. won't. Yeah. So it's like that sometimes. Yeah. You know. Whereas I really should just be like, yo, this thing I know that I've done for the past seven years. Hey, am I doing this right? By the way, is this the right angle? And that's something, honestly, this week I'm even taking into more consideration. Every week I think I go through like an evolution portal. Every Sunday night before I go to sleep, I go through this evolution portal. I wake up and I'm like transformed. And I'm oh, like, you like, process? I what process happened? all. You consciously try to process yes. the information that happened to you throughout the day? Yes. <laughs> John, we could be good people too. That's all we need to do. Dude, You that's consciously, consciously go through these evolution portals. 
That's interesting. Um, does uh, James ever come to you with something and sh- and and blow your mind? Like, uh, bro, you're doing this, and I'm and I'm kind of over it. You got to stop doing that, and make you go, and and then have you go. I don't understand. What do you mean? I'm not. And then you look at it and go, Oh my god, he's right. Does that ha- has that happened over the years? And that's ha- that's go, happened. Over, that's definitely happened over the years. Yeah. Blue ball, purple ball, all the time. Shock you, like, surprise you with some of your own flaws. Like yeah, oh, like your arm should be this deep, or like oh, you should be underhooking like this. You should use your knee to bump. Uh, from side control once you Oh, get these are things other. he taught you that you stopped doing or something too. Oh, yeah, these are things that I wasn't doing well enough or okay, like or yeah. enough of or like, hey, maybe you should try to uh, enter into these entanglements more or like, you know, focus on this more. Has so he ever like urged that. you to write things down or... Yeah, or, he, he talks about it all the time, writing stuff down. Granted, does he write things down? Probably not, but, well, but he's also a visual person. Let me ask you, what, what form of writing things down has helped you, if any? Um, Do I, you write things down? I, you keep a journal? Some I, guys keep a jujitsu. I don't. John Eden is, is the scribe of our gym. Um, scribe. He's the scribe. Uh, he Listen, writes. He writes toga. it all down. You should wear a toga. <laughs> Literally, <laughs> everything that's probably been taught ever has is somewhere in a in a book somewhere, and he's going to publish it later. But uh, <laughs> <laughs> like, this is my memoir. His of memoir. Yeah, yeah, exactly. It's be a thousand pages, like yeah. Anna Karenina. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I, I like that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that's a Tolstoy novel, okay. like that, yo. Yeah. Okay, but um, no writing that for anything. Creating songs out of things and creating rhymes out of things and teaching teaching things in the way that I do to like to my kids' class that yeah. that helps me solidify things. Yeah, when I when I make it creative, but writing stuff down, I never honestly, I will write something down, I'll never look at it again. Yeah, I have a hard time with ever, that too. Ever. It has to do with organization, I think, because there are people that can organize those things. Journaling for the win, says John Eden, absolutely, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. because you're like writing, you're organizing your thoughts. You're, I mean, there's so, just so much to it. That, but I also like, don't like my handwriting, so I'm like, oh, I, don't, I don't even want to look at that. So it's I'm a like, whole other learning process. Yeah, it's, it's, you a, go through. it's a lot, but me. I feel like it. It we learn from repeating. I mean, I know from stand up comedy that um, I learned from you know like what you're saying by mm-hmm. exercising the thing and like getting yeah. it. You know, like I did. You know, do the bit over and over, and then it kind of like gets solidified in my head, and then it works. Yeah. Um, and then it's just a neural pathway, and that's kind of what we're doing with jujitsu to some degree. But when it I is. sit down and write it out, yeah. and then trim the words, you know, I don't need that, don't need that. There's something about writing out what you're doing that clarifies the structure of it a little more. When I'm teaching class, I'll write things out. And maybe that, reminds that you, it and does. maybe reminds you of yeah. little things. Oh, geez, yeah, I didn't, I'm not, oh, that's right. Yeah. When I write lyrics, I definitely, I definitely write. Well, lyrics. if it benefits you that way, then I think that's something that could benefit you the other way. I think with jujitsu, you'd be you would benefit from writing it down more. Mm-hmm. Your natural impulse may not be the best way. I would, I would, and maybe I should just t- type it more and like just text. There you it go. Yeah, type yeah. or learn to type. Do you know how to type? Do you type? Oh, like, to, I'm, like... I'm I'm a fast typer. Oh, okay, good. Yeah, I took typing classes in middle so school. So you can flow. Yeah, I know oh, how to. Geez, I, I know exactly. I can type without looking at the keyboard. But, oh, yeah, I hunt and pack. Be- because I took two typing classes in middle school. What's the most important thing? From school, we're at an hour, so we're going to wrap it up pretty okay. soon. But what um, what is the most important thing that you learned from school that informs your life every day now? Hmm. Do you remember when you were growing up hmm. that informs everything from your jujitsu to your relationships to whatever that you use every day? It seems like for me, it's history. I think history. Hmm. For, yeah, just to give you an example, I think it's because I I'm always like relating. Um, things to past experiences and then when I think of the world I'm relating it to the world's past experiences and it makes sense to me and it comes into perspective better and so the more I started focusing on history the more I started understanding everything from politics to family to you know uh, you know to uh, just to new new endeavors and work mm. um, so that's why I like history and I use it all the time I don't really use math much but I like it 
my two best subjects in school were always English and math. Um, I was always really good at math. I was always in honors programs and like I was in AP Lang, AP Lit. Yeah. Um, and then I was in like a creative writing class. That class actually changed my whole life because uh, I met friends that are still friends of mine to this day that changed my entire life. So, did you learn tools for expressing yourself creatively in that class? Uh, it it definitely helped what I already knew for sure. Okay. It gave me a lot of like I, I read we we read a lot of poetry and I learned how to write stanzas and I understood what I was doing when I was already writing lyrics because I had already like written lyrics and songs, but that informed me of what I was doing. I was like, oh, I'm writing a stanza. Oh, I'm writing this kind of stanza. I'm doing this kind of thing. Or this is a haiku. Or this is da da da. This is like a certain kind of rhyme scheme. Inward, you're, you're inward fluent, rhyming. Fluent yeah. in the language yeah, of I, creativity. I, I learned how to rhyme inwardly. I was already doing things naturally, and my my teacher would be like. Jimmy, do you know you're doing this kind of rhyme scheme? I was like, no, I just do it. She's like, oh, that's a really interesting inward rhyme scheme. That's like complex, like poetry. I was like, I didn't know that. And then she helped like guide me through like writing processes and stuff. And uh, I wrote more poetry there. And I, I did like poetry jams and I did that. I, I, yeah, for sure. So you I think, think it's creative, the creative writing class? I think creative writing in English because, because I, I think I understand the way I understand the English language and how I see words and like playing with words. Like that has changed the way I express myself. Like reading is the foundation to, to all knowledge. I'm going to ask you a question to close this thing down that I've all that I used to ask every guest. Yeah. Um, and we should be asking our guests. And I think pretty soon we're going to start having our phone calls back and uh, do that. Now that we've got our That'd stuff in great. order. Yeah. Just bring them back in here, baby. Yeah. We're going to get it done. Them. Bring some barbecue, please. Knowledge <laughs> to the world. So <laughs> that sounds like you. That's gotta <laughs> it's be, not me. That's got to be you in that thing. So here's the question. Um, hang in there, Johnny. And this is going to be a good one. What do you say? What do you say? Uh, no, no, nothing. I'm just saying, like, hold on to your, oh. your hold on to your journal. Stick your pen up your butt and hold on to your journal. We're gonna talk. This is it. Think. Okay. Um. Uh, the question is, if you could give jujitsu to anybody in your family, just magically make them a black belt. Um. Anybody in your immediate family, your genetic family, who would it be and why? Only one person. Mm, in my immediate family, damn. It's a, it's a hard. It's a. It's hard between two people. It would be. My brother, my oldest brother, and then um, my niece, my, my oldest niece. Why? Um, if I gave it to my niece, the, the world would be a better, a better place right now. She's an absolute genius. Ooh. And she just needs that structure, and she needs that foundation and that understanding. If she had that, literally everybody that she could connect to right now, she could, she could do so much good. And my brother, the same way. My brother's 45. He, um, it would help his health. Um, but he wants to do so many great things. He wants to go to Africa, and he's he's building a house in Africa and Ghana for my family to live in. And he wants to like create healthcare systems all throughout Africa, and like he wants to do a lot of political stuff. And if he had that, because what he lacks the most is patience and tolerance. He doesn't have patience and doesn't yeah. have tolerance, and it would teach him patience and tolerance. And then, therefore, he'd be a much better person. He'd be um, well, more well received from people, and he would his life would change dramatically. So I think I would give it to my brother. It would be your brother, yeah. If he had to battle that out, because he would use it. He would. He would get patient. He would learn patience, and he would and he, learn. He would learn how to yield. That's something he needs to learn how to do. I the think. feminine side. Yeah, he needs a little bit of that feminine. Bree says Lola. Lola, ooh, definitely yeah. give that to Lola and. Oh, man. Uh, for obvious reasons, women need jujitsu. I believe course. it's huge. Yeah. Uh, Johnny, you probably have an answer for this, John Eden. Um, um, well, yeah. What about you? Yeah, for me, um, his wife. I'm it would be. It would be my wife. Yeah. Because I would want, not so I have a training partner. <laughs> That's the obvious reason. <laughs> yeah, it'd be my wife. <laughs> so, 
It'd be because um, I think there's a lot for her yet to learn about the things that we're learning in jujitsu, uh-huh. and she doesn't have a sport or anything like that. And I'm not, uh, you know, I'm not bagging on her. I'm just saying she doesn't have anything to inform that part of her life. She's a hard driving family oriented person who's got goals for our family mm-hmm. and she's just sacrificing every minute for those things and she's amazing. Yeah. But as a result, her she's personally unfulfilled in certain ways that um mm. she's yet to begin to address. And I think that right there would uh That'd be the game changer? Would be the big game changer. Dang. And also, you know, she's tiny. So yeah. self defense in a close quarters situation would be um definitely needed. For little people, you know, it's a big deal. That's why, um, you know, women, I think, can benefit from it. But, but yeah, that's that's my answer. It would be my wife. Uh, you know, I think my kids, you always want them, but they can learn that. And, you know, my son would benefit enormously, but I don't know that he'd use it for good right now. So we need to figure that out. <laughs> Great Sean. Great Sean. So if you're saying give them a black belt, like you're also saying you're giving them, like, the years the of experience. that, that 10 would... to 15 years of experience uh, on the mats and bonding and all that that would come with it. Yeah, that just, would come with that experience. It's an int- interesting hypothetical just because it's like, well, who, what kind of They'd be memories, a different person. They, what kind of memories are we giving them? They would have whole memories. They'd have like seminars. They'd, they would have all kinds yeah, of things. Yeah, yeah, it's yeah, just yeah. like, it's interesting. It would be like a, uh, it'd, it'd be, be like a, t- weird. it'd be like a uh, t- uh, time, or, or no, uh, what's the, um, like a hyperbolic time chamber kind of like oh, stuck, no, I was, stuck in time. Uh, twilight Zone. It'd be like the Twilight Zone where like you wish, you make a wish and then it changes everything. And then like the, just the, by the act of 10 to 15 years of my wife doing jujitsu mm. uh, and then you bring her to that point of having done it, yeah. I may not even be with her anymore. She may be like, get rid of this loser. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. She comes I to need, all kinds I of conclusions. Like, yeah, we, we would then, our, both of our memories may have changed. Or yeah. I would think we'd still be together. But the point is that, like, she may fulfill, she may have needed to fulfill herself in yeah. some other way and had to break bonds with yeah. me for that reason because maybe I'm holding her back and she I discovers would... it through jujitsu, <laughs> <laughs> which would well, be a great Twilight Zone episode. Yeah. I would maybe even rephrase that to, like, who would I give the the will and drive and love for jujitsu to? Like, the, and, and, all and sudden, the lessons learned. All, yeah, all of a sudden, they, they love it and they want to do it and they start oh, doing oh, it. Oh, and then they start learning and it. And they start learning it. And then, they're, and then they're, they're stuck to it and they're addicted. Well, maybe it's a two-parter. Who, who would I give that bug to? Yeah. Two-parter. Two-parter, yeah. Who would I, a two-parter. I give the bug to my brother, but yeah. Yeah. All right. All right. So we wrapping it? We wrapping it. Let's up. wrap it. We Let's didn't do any we didn't do any uh MMA stuff, but that's okay. We don't need to talk about those losers. I'm just kidding. They're, <laughs> they're amazing. But uh there were some great fights. We'll talk about it next time. We're gonna do uh, some fast and furious podcasting uh in the near future with our three angles. I now have the other cameras, I'm just mm-hmm. working out the bugs. We're gonna have close ups for Jimmy so you get to see his pretty face right up close. Thank you, and uh thank, thank you to you, all Sean. seven viewers for watching. You can uh, jump back in with us uh whenever you want. And uh catch us on postrollpodcast.pod bean.com i believe and um yeah and then the website is now updated as well for now and we're going to drop in that uh what was that that song oh uh grittington grittington is going to be in there it was dropping yeah and uh but go check us out and be a part of it because postal podcast is coming on strong baby and we're going to be having guests coming up very soon soon we're calling gary as soon as we get our shit together yeah gary might be the first one I hope so. That'd be cool. But if not, that's cool. We're going to have Pete Wilhelm. It just occurred to me that I hadn't called him. And um, and then we have uh, all of our family and people that we would want to talk to that we think are amazing and all the uh, famous yeah. people that we know. I would love to have like, a police officer on here that trains, like Angel Rain. She's a blue belt at the gym. She's a police officer. I'd love to have her on here. Oh, cops. Yeah, cops. Get some cops. cops. Firefighters, you know, fire people on here. All right. Fire person. So uh, if you're digging post roll podcast, please hit us up. Email us. Do whatever you want. Facebook is jujitsupilgrim.com. And, uh, and definitely like 
like and subscribe. We'll please, have a please. we'll be uh, multi streaming pretty soon on YouTube and Facebook, okay. and we'll have a Patreon page for mm-hmm. proper content that you and I will make yeah, yeah, in yeah, here, yeah, yeah. where we scoot the table back and we do a little drilling. Or we do a little, uh, what do we do? Uh, technique tweak of the week. Te- we're tweak gonna move week. on to that because we'll have oh, multiple yeah. angles. Yeah, that's gonna Bring be smoking killer. Mm. And um, that's all coming up. Merchandise, barbecue cleats, t-shirts. Ooh, thank you, John Eden, for making Ooh. those in advance. John, don't play. Make Bye. that today. We love you. Every <laughs> Are we still on? Live? Sing, baby. We're still going. Out of my face, out of my gi, laughing with the my eyes. Get it. Get it. Get it. That one's so pathetic. <laughs> that one's just. <laughs> I like the women, the women grappling one. Women, women, are so, women are like eye rolling. It's like, it's like it's like women's tennis. Where like uh, I was watching one time, I was watching women's tennis. Yeah. And uh, and I was in a condo with some stranger, and I'm, and you know how they sound like in a condo with some stranger. Can we rewind that? Oh, I was doing com- comedy, so I had some comedian with me. Yeah, sorry. And I didn't know the guy, and I'm in there watching like Serena Williams play in a big match. Yeah. And both of them were very audible. You know how like tennis women, and uh, and he comes out. He's like, ah, I thought you were watching uh, porn in here. <laughs> oh, you get stabbed, Johnny. Yeah, yeah. What are you doing? <laughs> Come on, man. Let's just go back Professor, to the you're saying the same. Slap a thousand times, they say. Little by another day. Slap a month before you break your ego. Just get in the way. So if you wonder how we made it, check out the association. Kind of like my other wife. Crazy, you just took a lie. I love your flow on that, John. If you're still living, if you're still listening, I yeah, love baby. your flow on that. Serious flow. He's got it. Yeah, he's got it. Flowing he's through the beard. He's a man. He's a man. He's a man. He's got that beard flow. Hard out in five, four, three, one, five. Ah, uh, we made it. Sacrifice I can do the melody. I'm a percussionist. Oh, God. Peace. See you later.